maybe you can help. I'm looking for the most humdrum erotic cake store in Van Nuys. It's the Simpsons Tree Houses of Horror this week on Why Do You Know That? Welcome to Why Do You Know That, the party podcast that wants to know why you know so much about a very specific topic. I'm Nadia Osman. I'm Steve Slaga. Hi, Steve. Hi, Nadia. We're smack in the middle of spooky season. It's true. Uh, Ignoring the spooky. (laughs) It's dripping off of us. Oozy. Coming down the walls. Just gross goo all over us. Uh, A thick film of spooky covering Uh, my body. I was thinking about this earlier because there's, do we, like, obviously Halloween and candy. Yeah. You know, match made in heaven. But there's no real good, like, is there good Halloween food? It's just fucking candy. Like, when you have those little, like, the only thing that I could think of, and they're not good. You know those pumpkins, those, like, pumpkin-shaped candies, and they taste, like, they, they taste like soap. Yeah, I mean, there's there's still candies though. They're not not candy. They're still yeah. But we, there's no Halloween food. Like there's Thanksgiving food. There's Christmas yeah. food. Even Fourth uh, of July barbecues. Exactly. Um, I guess like no. I mean, I would say what do you you have pizza on Halloween? I don't. That's just <laughs> what I would do on Halloween. I know it's not a Halloween food. I mean, um, now it is because there is no other like yeah. It just made me go like, should should this be the you know twenty twenty such a mess anyway? If somebody wants to just be like, you know what, fuck it, we're gonna we're gonna make Halloween food now. Pumpkin seeds. That's it. <laughs> That's all I got. Not not even roasted or anything. Well, I mean, roast no them, salt. sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't want to tell anyone how to cook and eat their enjoy their pumpkin seeds, but in terms of like a non candy Halloween food, um, I feel like that. If that's the only thing I can think of. Is there anything in particular? The is there anything in particular that you're like, I because I can't really go out or do much this Halloween, is there anything you're doing to be spooky indoors? Um watching a lot of spooky movies in the backyard. Okay. All right. <laughs> like. Um, well, tonight we're watching the th- Thing <gasps> with our guest of today's episode. Let's bring in our wonderful guest today. Uh, you can see her in the new movie Hubie Halloween on Netflix. Uh, she's also co host of the podcast We Love Trash and A Funny Feeling. Please welcome Betsy Zanaro. Boo! It's spooky time. Mm-hmm. That's how you have to enter every Zoom. Phone call, everything with Grocery a little store. spooky sound. Mm-hmm. Grocery store, yep, yep. Uh, yeah. So you guys are gonna watch the thing tonight. Have you yes. seen it before? Oh yeah, it's one of my favorites. Yeah, it's great. It's uh, it's so good. It's and it's one of those that I'll like only watch once or twice a year because I love it so. Like, I want it to be a special thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yes. one of those because most movies I'm like I could watch and I could watch this one over and over but I'm like no I want it to be a fun special spooky exciting thing every time I watch it yeah absolutely uh, especially thinking about like how that movie builds oh. intention uh, till you get to the middle when all the chaos just erupts like I want to remember that feeling I don't want to predict Right, right. Or no, oh, this is that part where this thing is going to come. Exactly. Like, I want it to always be a surprise. Oh, Uh, it's the best. I just watched They Live, which is another John Carpenter film last night. Oh, that movie's so good. It's so good. That, like, really long fight scene is so cool. (laughs) It's like 25 minutes. Like, I went up and prepared a whole meal while that was happening. And it's they're so still long, fighting so and they like they're getting super tired and like just kind of punching each other. It's so good. That movie rules. That's I love the one it. With uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper. It yes. is indeed. Yes. Um, and he's a dang good actor in it. He's and phenomenal. He, yeah. I didn't realize like he was the one to kind of kick off wrestlers 
in movies because he had to leave the WWE. He had to leave, or I guess it was WWF back then because Vince McMahon is a is a dumb man who was like, no, you can't do this if you're going to go be in the movie. So he had to like quit. And then they said, I didn't know that. Yeah. And then they were like, hey, come back and wrestle because now you're a big, you know, action movie star. Yes. And then he like doubled his salary. Good. I know. Good. Speaking of successes, today's topic, Ooh. our top five favorite Simpsons Treehouse of Horror segments, episodes, whatever you want to uh, refer to it as. Uh, probably the most successful runner on any TV show. And by runner, I don't, I don't know what else to call it. Annual episodic uh, yeah. entertainment. I uh, mean... Treehouse of Horror, like I feel Steve and I, like we still will watch the new ones. Oh, and yeah. I haven't read, like I'll go on little waves of like, oh, I'll, I'll sit down and watch like uh, two or three new episodes of The Simpsons and kind of be like, oh, man, oh, man. But like I always will make sure to watch Treehouse of Horror. And they're still like pretty good. Yeah, they're still yeah. trying. They're still yeah. they're still maintaining. Uh, there, as far as this is, I feel stupid asking the, the question of the show this week, but Betsy Treehouse of horror. Why do you know that? <laughs> Cause man, I love <laughs> the Simpsons so much. And then this one, I mean, and then Simpsons and Halloween combined the, the smartest thing anybody could do. Oh yeah. You I know. mean, Again, that's why I feel stupid even asking it. Because it's just like, this is, I don't know about you guys, but it's an integral part of my childhood. And as a huge Simpsons fan, it's like, this is my number one thing to watch every Halloween. And I think I've watched the Treehouse of Horror episodes maybe more than any other singular episode, just by nature of having them on uh, like after school repeats, but also just as an adult every year, sitting down and watching them. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yes. I I love them so much. And I, yeah, I would just, I'm sure we all did. Like, I would just record episodes of The Simpsons and just have VHSs with, like, I'd put on that, like, SLP so you could get a lot of hours in. Yep, that's the trick. 22 episodes of The Simpsons. Yeah. Yeah. And it was awesome. And then, yeah, yeah, it is just like growing up for Halloween, you watch Treehouse of, like, my whole family would sit down and we'd watch it. And it, it's just such a good feeling. Yeah. It's, um, it's uh, when, uh, uh, when the Simpsons started coming out on DVD, when like TV, DVD box sets were a big thing. Yeah. I remember always, uh, getting those and like, and going right to the Halloween episode and watching that first. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's almost always on the first disc. Hot tip. If you're still buying Simpsons box set DVDs. If you're still, is anyone still buying box set DVD? I guess, no, I guess I probably would. (laughs) If if it's like something, Simpsons is hard because like, I want to, like, if I love a show, I want to like collect all of the show. Like I want like all the seasons of something. And with the Simpsons, it's almost like, oh, you'll always be available to me. So I don't, I don't even know where to begin. Exactly. I have a bunch of the box set. Both Mono and I have like multiple, you know, because we each had our own through like season 12 or something. And then it is like, oh, it's streaming. It's everywhere. Yeah. Now it's on Disney Plus. Anywhere now. Yes. Yes. Oh, man. I love it so much. And it was as a kid, this was kind of the perfect um, blend of funny and scary. Because I was always into, like, scary movies. My family and I, we would always watch them together and stuff. But, like, I was also very nervous to watch them a lot of times. But then this was the perfect combo. And there were so many. Like, I saw um, um, the one where Willie is Nightmare, uh, like, Nightmare on uh, yes. Evergreen Terrace. Mm-hmm. I saw that before I saw Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. That happens a lot in The Simpsons in general, where like even still today as a full grown adult, I'll see something that I haven't seen before and be like, oh, my God, that's what Simpsons was referencing. Yeah. Happens all the time, especially in the Treehouse of Horror segments. All the time. Especially like once I hit high school and I was like, hmm, film. 
that's an idea. And I started like trying to watch old movies to be like, what is this thing that people keep talking? This, this Kane, who's a citizen. And then I'd be like, that was the Simpsons. That was in the Simpsons. That was in the Simpsons. That was in the Simpsons. And I just was like, oh, I'm dumb. Uh <laughs> no, I learned. I, I'm right there with you. I learned so much from the Simpsons. Yeah. More than like more than fucking school. Truly. Or anything. <laughs> but it was like and I remember, yeah, like in like AP English having to read. I don't fucking whatever, like Scarlet Letter or something. I think that was earlier. But like remembering in Simpsons of like, oh, Krabappel has a scarlet letter, like, because she's an adulteress. Like, it just little things yeah. like that where it's like, ah, I'm slowly connecting a lot of references and stuff. I know to my sister who teaches um, high school and junior high English has played Simpsons episodes to, like, teach satire or teach specific Yeah, we watched things. it in high school. We did too. We would always talk our uh, our English teachers and like social study teachers. Be like, let us just watch. This was like so. This is so accurate. And they'd be like, <laughs> yeah, right. We don't give a shit. <laughs> there was a point in my senior year where I convinced this English teacher who was just completely over it to like let us watch a week's worth of Daria. <laughs> and he, and the class seemed mad at me, and I was like, "You fuckers, go take a nap, you nerds. What? Go to sleep. Go go on a bathroom mad? break for a half hour. I don't. They're not mad, but they were. I think they thought they would be more entertained by it. And I'm like, it doesn't matter if you're entertained by them. it. This is a break. Give your brain a break. Yeah, you do not need to be impressing people all the time. I went to high school with a lot of nerdy people so oh uh, man it's on, that's on them for yeah, that's on them. Tweebs. you nerds <laughs> nerds who couldn't appreciate daria yeah come I, on <laughs> and also yeah it was just this thing where i'm like you're gonna be mad i'm playing a cartoon guys yeah, i'm getting this out of learning yeah, come on. I'm a hero. I'm a folktale hero. <laughs> yeah. I'm a fucking Paul Bunyan over here. Uh, <laughs> so uh, the Treehouse of Horror specials, yes. annual horror staple. You got the couch gag. You got the horror themed credits. Let's just start at the beginning. Like, what is there anything from like just the opening that stands out to you guys? Because for me, one of them was always like the names that are in the graveyard and finding out later that they took forever to think of those names. And I'm like, these names are, that took you a long time, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it seems Whatever, so mean, man. but it would I be do like, love the names. I do love, those are always a great, um, it's some of them. I do have to wonder like, that took a while. James yeah, L. Like, Brooks. Yeah. <laughs> bat, bat graining. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. Cool, man. <laughs> um, yeah, I rem that that's always very fun. I can't even imagine 32 seasons in now being like, oh, can't I just, yeah, can't I just do bat graining again? Yeah. <laughs> like Mike Agent Scully, please let me just fucking do this again. Oh my god, Mike Agent Scully, yes. What would you guys name? What would you do for yours? Ooh, um, this is a good question. Um, All Hollows, Steve Slaga. <gasps> Ooh, that's good. Yeah, Steve, yeah. you had that ready. I you did. It's my Twitter handle this. right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there we go. There we go. Wait, uh, I. I feel like I've got to go with Nadia Ooze, man. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Something like that. That's uh, very just good. Just 14 Ooze going that way. What would yours be? I'm trying to think. Uh, uh, Betsy Sodendo. Yes. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> so, and it can be so dead, like, so, so dead. dead. Yeah. Oh. That's yeah, yeah. good. Maybe that one. Maybe that one. Oh. I, I it's really hope we're all listening. in this. <laughs> I was gonna say, I really hope we're all in the same episode, and they just <laughs> refer to this. And I'm like, don't even think about it. We got it taken care of. Here you we go. We got it. Come on. Yeah, they're ready. like, God, I wish we could hire more voice actors, but we just can't think of good names to turn them into <laughs> on a <laughs> Halloween episode. Hey, we did the work for you guys. We did it. <laughs> we did you're, it. Let us set. on your show. Yeah, Come put on. us on. Come on. Um. So each thing that one of the reasons I love it is because it's anthology 
for The Simpsons, which yes. later on they started doing more of that, but certainly in the earlier seasons, like season one through eight, they really didn't do anthology stuff. Sometimes they'd be like, we're going to talk about, you know, how Homer and Marge met, or we're going to go in the past for some right. reason. But they didn't do ep- like little mini stories within and the episode. And I, I love it. I really enjoyed the ones in the later seasons too. Like I re- they did a whole like tall tales one. I remember know? that. And then like uh and then a one through history where like Lisa was Joan of Arc. Like I really enjoyed those. There's a biblical one too, I think. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh I really enjoyed that cuz I was saying to Steve earlier today it's like just like just fun parodies packed with jokes like eight minutes of just Mm -hmm. we're referencing blank and here's just all these fun jokes about it's so much fun yeah anthologies are so fun in general of just give us little snippets leave us wanting more yeah especially because they don't have to like the they're not canon so you can kill off characters and go crazy and do whatever you want so like all the all the rules are kind of out the window, which I think is probably why they're still so good compared to, you know, maybe not every episode of the Simpsons is that great these days, but like the Halloween ones can always deliver because those are the ones that will always like, it's hard to be like, well, what haven't we done in Springfield? But when it's a Halloween episode and you can just like kill Ralph Wiggum. Yeah. It's game on. Yeah. It's also uh, the episodes. I feel like that get to be more violent. By nature of the fact that Halloween, you know, is they're going for scary. So you get this whole other element of stuff that can only happen in animation and can only happen in these episodes. It feels extra special. Yes. Yeah. I love that opening bit with the censor. Because remember when when uh, those like ratings for TV first started and it was like, what is this man? Like, (laughs) I remember being so blown away of like, what is uh, like TV 14, like just, and it's in the corner. Whoa, what the fuck? And then like what it starts just stabbing the censor. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, how did you feel when you guys were growing up? Because then I feel like with the first few years and then they dropped it. But there's a few years there where if you go back and you watch the original Treehouse of Horrors, Marge comes out and it's like, this episode is extra scary. So if you've got those. young kids, you need to go to bed or like they shouldn't be watching this. Like, does that feel just quaint to you now? Because for yeah. me, it's like, that's so charming that they would yeah. warn an audience. I wonder if they were had to. Yeah. Or I'm, yeah, I don't know. I'm sure that they did. I'm sure it was like Fox was like, you got to put a warning in front just of this. Just a little but bit of a warning. This is a cartoon where you're decapitating children. Can you just like <laughs> make some effort to... <laughs> just a little bit. To mitigate I the terror. It was just a funny, cute bit of like, oh, that's funny. Especially because then like, I think it's the first like three where Marge is like, you're not listening to me. <laughs> oh, well. Like, where it's like, that's oh, well. fun. <laughs> like, yes. That's a pretty good of Marge's oh well. Oh well. Homer. <laughs> Homer. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's a good. Mm. <laughs> I never in my life thought I would be close to the voice. The closest voice I could be in The Simpsons would be Marge. I always thought <laughs> I was like, Bart Simpson. And then it's like, nah, I got a Marge voice. You know what, though? You take it and you own it and you yeah. run with it. <laughs> Truly. Of course. Yeah. Marge also gets some really good lines that I think are really underrated, but uh, it, not just in the Treehouse of Horror stuff, but like uh, just generally. I, I think was... m- my favorite Marge line from a Treehouse of Horror, so this will be one of my top five. Ooh. The Homer time traveling, where he gets that I... toaster, fixes <laughs> it, ends up back in dinosaur times. <laughs> Fucks it up. Immediately, like, steps on a little (laughs) dinosaur. He's like, has that memory of his dad. Like, remember what your dad told you on your wedding day? Son, (laughs) if you ever go back in time, (laughs) don't touch anything. Don't touch Uh, anything. Immediately touches. And in one of the times when he comes back into what would be his current reality, everything's going great for him. Uh, the, The house is super nice and they have all this money. Uh, and 
there's that moment where he says, Marge, hand me a donut. And she goes, donut? What's a donut? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love that. And then, of course, it ri- when it rains, it's yeah. all donuts. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> raining again. Yes. It's raining again. Right after he goes <laughs> <And> back. <laughs> the the one-two punch of that line, donut, what's a donut? Oh, it's raining again. Gets oh. me every time, even as an adult. You want to yeah. know it's coming. Julie Kavner, so, so great. And it is like... Steve, like like everybody would say, of we can or in these you can make these really heightened, fun world, fantastical jokes that you can't necessarily in Springfield during regular because there are rules to yeah. this world. Whereas in Halloween Treehouse of Horrors, it's game on, and that's so fun. Yeah, it is truly like a blank canvas with just like all of the things you love about The Simpsons and all the characters you want to use, and then just figure out like whatever Halloween angle you're doing and do whatever you want. Yes, it's so good. Turn them all inside out with a with a noxious gas. Yeah, (laughs) the fog. Yeah, and then just because like. And then they start singing one singular, <laughs> and then like talking about the fog and like Christmas or in the Treehouse of Horror. And in the season before that, the Treehouse of Horror before that, they end with the like Snoopy. Yes, that's my favorite. That's I I was thinking about that when we were talking about favorite like top five episodes. That Dracula one is very high up for me, specifically for. Happy Halloween, everybody. <laughs> and then it pulls out, it starts to snow, and uh, and Santa's little helper is dancing like Snoopy. It's such a funny ending. It's just, especially, like, because we've all, like, done so much sketch comedy. We know how, like, that stuff works. And, like, yeah. and it's always, like, the, the trouble of, like, how to end something is always so, so much of a thing of just, like, oh, God, okay, we've got this. This is great, but how do we end it? So just for the writers to be, like, have them say happy Halloween and then start singing a Charlie Brown Christmas song. Yeah, it's a great button <laughs> that you don't see coming. And buttons, I mean, buttons are hard to do, buttons period. Ending anything hard. is hard, uh, whether you're improvising it or writing it. But at the same time, like, no, I've seen very, very, very few good ones. Professionally, yeah. amateur, uh, you know, an open mic sketch night. Like, it's really hard to do a good one. I don't know that I've ever really accomplished it. I feel like all of mine end up on a womp womp note. <laughs> but at the I same time... I think that's time, fine, too. Yeah. So, like, the fact that they just were like, fuck it, we had to go home, it's three in the morning, I'm tired of saying right. happy Halloween. I have so much respect for that. I have so I much respect too. for just making that choice. It's so funny. Yeah, it's so funny. It's so unexpected, and uh, I think Millhouse is the one playing the piano that Santa's yes. little helper is on. <laughs> it's so good. I, I, you're absolutely right. I do think it was three a.m. in the writers' room, and they're just like, "All right, should they like bite Lisa and her like blood's too smart?" And there, I've got it. Christmas song. <laughs> Because that could, every, like, that could work, because I also remember the episode, like, that could be the end of every episode, like, when uh, Bart and Lisa fall into the blender at the very end of the one where all the kids are getting eaten. If, like, instead of that, they're just like, happy Halloween, everybody. Like, it could work for all of them. (laughs) It could work for every single one of them and be funny every Every single time. time. Absolutely. Um, Okay. I love it. Okay, I got So we've each named one. What's one of yours? One of mine is um, uh, the monkey's paw one. Uh, I had, so I had growing up, my parents, like for a birthday, got me a VHS, like an like a Simpsons VHS. And it was from, what is that? Season three. Mm -hmm. And it had Treehouse of Horror and then like Lisa's Pony. And I think that was it. But I thought it was, I was like, this is the coolest tape ever. And I was obsessed. the The whole episode I I, I loved, but Monkey's Paw is number one because it has one of my favorite jokes ever. When Homer gets it, and Marge's like, "Where'd you get that from, Homer?" And he's like, "Oh, just a little stand over there." <gasps> and it's like swirling. It's gone. He's like, "It's gone." And he's like, "Oh wait, no, it's just right over there." The camera pans, <laughs> and he's like, "You'll be sorry." I love 
<laughs> I remember just being like, that's the funniest fucking joke in the world. Like, I thought it was so great. And then that kind of like the ruling of the, the monkey paw of like, okay, you can wish this, but bad things are going to happen. Yeah. I love like everybody takes turns with that paw. And like yeah. Lisa's like, I want world peace. And so yeah. then that happens. And, and Homer's like, what a selfish thing to wish for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then what's the second one? The second one was like, or maybe that was the second one. And the first so one. Maggie. Is- yes. I think Maggie's the first. And uh, she wishes for a new. Uh, uh, Pacify. Um, pacifier. So yes. Maggie. That's so Maggie. So- and then Lisa asked for that. And then. Homer was like, I want a turkey sandwich. Yes. I don't want the turkey to be too dry. I don't want to turn into a turkey myself. I just want a sandwich. And then he gets it and he's like, turkey's a little dry. And he like yes. freaks out. It's the end of the world. And like, uh, uh, they throw away Bart, wishes them to be rich and famous. Yes. Oh, and yeah. they have that, like just all of their, like, uh, putting their face like there's a shot of a big billboard where bart's like get a mammogram mammogram man or something like that which is so <laughs> funny uh yeah and then they throw away all of the guns into a big furnace <laughs> <laughs> and, and then of course uh kang kodos come on down with uh with boards with nails in them, right? And- yes. Now, is that the first Kang and Kodos appearance? And we should have mentioned, I should have brought this up earlier that um, they, Kang and Kodos, uh, which is Harry Shear and Dan Castel- Castellaneta doing the voices, um, exclusively, all, nearly exclusively show up in the Treehouse of Horror episodes. But I do have a soft spot for the King of Kodos that is uh, making fun of the 96 election with Clinton and Bob I Dole. love that one. And I feel like that's not like the go-to one for people, but I love that debate. And I think about it every time a politician starts talking, particularly, uh, bless him, I hope he does amazing things for the country. Pete Buttigieg, I feel like so many times when he's opened his mouth, what he is trying to say is upwards, not downwards, forwards, not backwards, and twirling, twirling, twirling towards freedom. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sad. That bit, that little segment is so funny. Them walking down the street holding hands as Dole and Clinton is so <laughs> funny. And just be like, Clinton. <laughs> like, it's so good. We were merely exchanging uh, nutrient strands or something like that. If you can think of a better way, I'd like to hear it. Yeah, and like, yeah, and there's a a, a really fu- like funny abortion of like abortion for none, yeah, boo, uh, abortion for all, boo, abortion for some, and tiny American flags for ev- for others, and everyone's like, yeah, it's, just, <laughs> it's a really really funny episode. That is a good. That's also the where we get the very famous. I vote. Don't blame me. I voted for Kodos. <laughs> Yes. Right, right. Another is another political thing that I feel like still holds up oh, yeah. in today's environment. It, yes, very much so. Uh, and it's just funny to see naked Clinton and naked uh, <laughs> and naked doll be shot off into space and just like immediately like go into fetal position and just float away. It's so funny. Um, I think it's especially funny funny for the time that it came out because obviously we've been making fun of politicians for a very long time in this country. Like since the country's inception, we were just like, fuck that king of England. But I think at that time in the 90s, things were going okay enough that like having something that explicitly graphic like naked presidential candidate speech shot into space. <laughs> it just, it warms my heart and it makes me go like, oh, I w- that's the kind of bipartisanship I want. <laughs> yeah. I need more. Let's have cartoons where we shoot our politicians naked into space. <laughs> just to remind everybody, this is all made up. It's completely arbitrary. Uh-huh. Uh, we, sh- we should just be giving people things that uh, are good for them, but we won't because billionaires bad etc etc i'm gonna get on my high horse here but like it's just it's it's almost heartwarming at this point to be like oh yeah it, that episode is really 
or yeah, that segment. I think the whole episode is great. I don't think they did it as much back then, but probably now because of technology, they can do it easier. But like, I love when they uh, play with animation styles. Like they had, ver- they had like the three D Homer before, or like there's a Lego blew one my recently. Mind. Yeah, me Same. too. When that came out. I remember just being like, "What the <laughs> fuck is this?" I also had that reaction. I was like, "They can't how." Yeah. How did they do that to him? I was like, 3D Homer. Oh, I was so blown away. And then when he lands in the real world and goes to that like erotic cake <laughs> oh, place, yeah. I was just like, this is so cool. That cake shop, I don't think exists anymore, but it was like somewhere in the Deep Valley where they just shot that for like a, a, in a very quick afternoon. And uh, it makes me sad that I can't go visit the same erotic cake shop that right? Homer goes, ooh, and then ooh. just walks into, and that's how that episode ends. It's just <laughs> yes. like, and just people walking by him. Yeah. What? Oh, just like, welcome to Van Nuys. <laughs> Which do you feel like is your favorite, maybe movie specific parody? Because for me, it's the shinning. I was, I was going to say that one for me too. I, I love, I love that one. And Top I love to bottom. The Shining. Perfect. And when I was little, I had seen The Shining, so I felt so like, yes, I know, I know this so much. And like, the blood usually gets off at the second floor. Like, it was, it's so good. That's like, one where I, because I didn't watch The Shining until I was much older, and I love it. But like, that was one where I later went. Oh, same retroactively like, like, oh, wow. Marge being like, oh, what he has written will be a window into his mind or whatever. <laughs> and then it just says, like, feeling fine. <laughs> like, <laughs> but it is genuinely scary when she like turns on the light and there's just like oh, all yeah. his r- the rantings and ravings yes. of a madman all over the walls. <laughs> yes. No TV and no beer make Homer go. Crazy? Yeah, make Homer something, something. Go crazy? Don't mind if I do. (laughs) Like that was, we said that a bunch growing up. Same. That was a, that was a big quote we, we said often. Yeah, that, yeah, that was, that was one between me and my sister as well. That was a big one. Yeah, that was a big one. Yeah. That's a, that's like usually the number one on a lot of the list is the shinning. It's It's so good. It's so good. And Willie, like... (laughs) Just, I do. Lo- I love the runner of the whole, um, uh, the whole episode of him just getting fucking st- hit in the back with an axe. <laughs> what? Like, wait, where am I? Uh, oh yeah, nightmare cafeteria or whatever. Oh, that's that one is probably like my runner up as far as uh, a movie parody one goes. Making fun of Nightmare on Elm Street and the that's idea a good that one. like. Uh, especially because oh. as a villain, like Freddy Krueger's so messed up, and like it's just funny to watch everybody look at Willie burning up and then <laughs> not doing shit and about the it. The whole PTA runner of yes. like new locks or like yeah, new new knobs on the doors. Nay, uh, how, uh, replacing our old fire extinguishers. Now this is a free one. Nay. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, uh, a movie, it's a newer one also, but, um, I've always been not, no, it's actually not that new as it like, it's probably like 20 years old at this point. <laughs> God, isn't that no, so weird? That's isn't so, that so weird. weird that like Maud Flanders has been dead for like 25 years. Um, uh, I Whoa. know what you did, Lead Lead. Uh, mm. They do. I know what you did last summer because it has. Let me pull it up. It has one of my favorite quotes. Uh, okay, Marge, you hide in the abandoned amusement park. Lisa, the pet cemetery. Bart, spooky roller disco. And I'll go skinny dipping in that lake where the sexy teenagers were killed 100 years ago tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty fun one. Yeah, because they hit Flanders. Yep, they kill Flanders with their uh, car. Yeah. But then is it he he's like a werewolf? Yeah, he, it turns out he's a werewolf. Yeah, right. He was on a jog and turn. Okay, yes, yes. That's a fun one. Those movies rule. Yeah, <laughs> especially the third. I'll oh, always God. know what you did last <laughs> summer. Yes, that has a ringing endorsement from all of us here at Why Do You Know That. Skip the first two. <laughs> you don't need. Yeah, skip the first two. This first of all, it looked like the look of the movie is atrocious. It like looks it like it was filmed on a phone. Bad. Worse. It looks worse than a phone. It looks yes, like way worse. It looks like, like a it was, 2004 cell phone is yeah. the thing. Right. That kind of phone. Not phones now where you could 
feasibly shoot a movie and be like, all right, fine. Yeah, it, no. it's like worse than a Zoom call. It's rough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's, I've watched it like three times over quarantine. <laughs> I get it. Hey, man, we all need our little our little things. We uh, do. Just let me watch garbage, please. Oh, that's all I want. Uh, I mean, I Betsy, Betsy hosts a podcast good. about it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to watch like, anything good. I don't want to watch anything where people are like, it's going to get an Oscar nomination. I'm like, oof. Ugh. Get me oh, out of here. No, that sounds no. boring. Oh, are we just going to yeah. watch people talk? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I had it. What did I? I started off uh, stay at home orders slash the, the, the whole plague of it all with Love is Blind. And I feel like I just went, like, you I know what? That. This is my life now. I'm just yep. head first into the trash. Love it. I was Love, love it, it? Love so is Blind because there was, there was like, a really like Netflix was almost ready for the stay at home orders with like three of those kinds of shows in a row. Cause I remember the circle, I was really into mm-hmm. the circle and then like I watched, I mean, I was really into it for like the two days I watched, I binged all of it. Now I couldn't tell you what happened or who anyone was. I hated but- that show, but I watched <laughs> the whole thing. I'm right? with Betsy. I was yeah. like, this fucking sucks. Let's keep watching. It's yeah, so- yeah, yeah. That was me. I was like, oh, this is stupid television. I'm going to order food yeah. in so I <laughs> don't have to leave the couch. Yes. Yeah. And then there was Love is Blind where it Love was like, blind. they're all, they can't see each other. And then, um, that Hot people get money if dog. they don't fuck. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, we watched that. We watched that. It was, I wish they, I wish it was more of like, uh, I wish there were more, um, what's the word I'm looking for in, in, cause it's too hot to handle. I wish it was more like, oh, we're giving you 15 minutes okayed. Okay, go nuts, but you have to stop or you will <laughs> lose. My- like, I wish there were more yes. like, kind of games within this game or like, right, you like could make, earn yeah. your money back if. Yeah. Or, or Ooh, like, you want complications. You want yes, it to be like you could them. you could lose it. But if you do X, Y and Z, you could get like at least some of it. Yes. And and I, I wanted them. I wanted it to be more like an MTV reality mm, show where mm-hmm. it's like why aren't they partying every single night yeah give them so many opportunities play uh truth or dare like why why are they just truly sitting around yeah being yeah. hot and boring where it's like make them <laughs> make them go make, make them, them skinny horny. dip yeah make yeah. them horny for sure what Oh God, I'm blanking. The name of the MTV reality show. Are you the one? Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Are you the one? Yes. That it. That's how you do it. You just ply them with alcohol twenty four seven, and you put them on a yes on this resort thing where they just like. I love in those shows where they're like, I had a really great idea tonight. We're gonna do an astronaut party. (laughs) Where it's like. I have all of these like NASA fucking decorations and they're like, yeah, cool, man. Cool. And then they're all dressed up like fucking space people. It's oh, so yeah. dumb and perfect. <laughs> the challenge has that too. They always have a costume party on the challenge. Yes! What I love about Are You The One is when like two people are certain that they're compatible and then everyone's just like shocked that they're not. And it's like, you guys, you're clearly compatible because you found each other. But now because like, a reality TV producer didn't put you together on a yeah, spreadsheet. Gonna... You're like bawling your eyes out. Also, you might have been a match on that spreadsheet at first, but we can't have people immediately match. That's exactly. not a TV show. Yeah. Just like the idea that they put so much of the fa- their faith of like their relationships and who they are as people and companions into what this TV show tells them. Into what like interns are like, yeah, let's just exactly. put these two together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Put these two together. I don't well, care. Well, yeah, as they like, you've got your obvious pairings. You've got like, there's like, what, 30 people on that show. You've got like your obvious ones. And when it gets down and you just have like... 27 28 29 and 30 left it's kind of like i mean i guess those two yeah sure they both yeah i think they both like boats okay cool yeah (laughs) Yeah, perfect perfect everybody's also 22 and an idiot so like what the fuck did you know at 22 that you like wanted out of anything nothing and and that's exactly it like that's what's kind of perfect is like after 
hanging out for an hour drinking a bright blue fucking drink being like you're you are i love you so much <laughs> we are made for each other it's like what what is happening it's perfect one of my favorite segments of treehouse of horror is the one where lisa uh creates a little civilization in yeah. the, the genesis tub the genesis tub that one's good that's on my list that was on my list too that's i love it so much there's so many funny moments of her being like well i created hum humans i created life and then marge is like lisa breakfast waffles and she immediately is just like oh waffles and then yeah. like, I do love how many of those early ones were just basically like, let's take a very serious episode of the Twilight Zone love and make it. it funny. Like the so sketch good. version of a Twilight Zone episode. Uh, um, like also uh, 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 two of my, there's some really just funny little character bits. Like when she gets shrunk down. Mm -hmm. uh, these are like some of my favorites jokes ever of like imitate you exactly like where he's like she's like how do you, you speak english and he's like oh we've been learning from you so now we've learned how to imitate you exactly and that's so funny <laughs> and then at the end when she's like and get me some shoes and that one dude is like oh, she'll want i'll get socks she'll want socks <laughs> it's it's the last line in that little segment and it is so fucking funny it's really good. It's, it's a really, yeah. Cause it's such like a, and so many of them, like so many of these segments end on such like down kind of notes, like even the, the Dracula one, but because it's such a fucking solid button of a joke. Yes. Oh, oh, she'll want socks too. Yeah. Uh, it just, um, I'll get socks. She'll, she'll want yeah. socks. Genesis tub was Treehouse of horror seven, which was the same episode as citizen Kang. Mm -hmm. Um, yes. and the other one in there, very, another classic, um, the thing and I with Bart's, uh, evil twin. <gasps> I love oh, that yeah. one too. That one is like one of the ones where I go, Oh, that one's a, actually a little scary, scary. Yeah. Like, like yeah. especially cause his, the version that they made of his evil twin is like, Oh, that is kind of grotesque. Yes, and, and Homer being like, so we did the only humane thing to do. <laughs> Chain them up in the attic and give them fish heads once a week. <laughs> it's so funny. There's also a great, uh, there's a great visual gag of a rat, and that's the one with the rat and the pigeon. <gasps> and the pigeon, yes. Are, yeah, and like the rat tries to run into the hole, but it can't because of the pigeon. I don't remember <laughs> yes. how it goes. I do remember then, like, it's very pigeon funny. Tries to fly, but it can't because yeah. the rat. There's also I love this bit too of like I think it's Homer. He was like, we need to go where any like messed up, evil, awful human being would go. And Lisa's like, great, I'll go to Radio Shack first or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny, just like. Ah, oh, it's good. That's a good ah. Oh. Gen Z, oh, you don't understand. Radio Shack was just like Oh yeah. Hell on earth, frankly. It was just like a hole in your local mall full of overpriced radios. Uh, yeah. But like and then by the time we got older, it was no longer radios. It was like but it wasn't computers. It was and it wasn't a Brookstone which you may remember young children as like the place where massage chairs and like weird, fun, wacky sky ball esque invention oh. lived. What the fuck did they sell at a radio shack batteries? I think batteries. I'm actually funny. You should say that I'm on the radio shack website right now. And I got like the first thing I saw that really piqued my interest was 60 double a batteries for 20 bucks. I'm like, that's Whoa. pretty good. That's very good. Yeah. Are they radio shack batteries? Though? Of course so they are. God yeah. Half of them don't work. <laughs> they've been in, they've been in the store since 1997. Yeah. Is there a treehouse of horror that you don't love as much. Like I like there's ones that I love, 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 but like I'm just not as much of a fan of say the attack of the 50 foot eyesores. Oh, I do like, like that one. Oh, I like it's, that one. It's good, but it's, I mean, honestly, a lot of it is like, you know, choose your favorite potato chip and it's like, yeah. I don't know all of them. 
But like, if you had to choose, like if I had to omit one from my list personally, it might be that one. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of like, especially ones that like are very known that most people like that like aren't what that I wouldn't put on my top. Um, hmm. Oh, you know what? I don't like. Um, I don't like the one where um, I don't even remember what it's really about. Just that uh, it ends with. Homer and uh, Burns sharing a body. And I just never really liked that. I, I just, ne- I, the ending always kind of like bothered me. <laughs> I think that one is um, in the monkey paws one, the Frankenstein, where he Yes, like, yes. He Homer's nightmare. Homer's brain puts it in a robot at first. The robot squashes him, squashes Burns' little body. So then they, like, put Burns' head onto Homer's. Yeah. That was just, yeah. that was a little too, like, body horror for me at the end where I was like, and they did, um, they kind of made fun because, like we were saying earlier, like, these are not canon. They, like, always, not they all reset. But I remember the end of that one they were like next week on the Simpsons and they showed a scene of uh-huh. like a normal Simpson scene, but both of them, which is really funny. But at the time as a kid, I was like, I don't like this. I hope like I was, I didn't know it was a joke. I was tricked by it and was, and so like, that's kind of what, what I've always, that's I think why it left that taste in my mouth after all these years. It's just like, no, I don't want Mr. Burns attached to Homer. <laughs> that's so cute and fair enough to be like, no, no, we Don't you change my Simpsons. I really enjoyed um, the one where Marge is a witch. That's a good one. I, I've been forever just fascinated with like Salem and uh, the witch trot. Like it, it's so, and it's so Halloweeny. Even though I, I read a book about it where most of it happened in the summer. Uh, oh, is that a bummer? Um, yeah, I always thought happened was, in the no, summer. That is a bummer. Only in October. Yeah, you're gonna you're <laughs> gonna light a fire in the summer. I mean, this you're was before crazy. climate change, so I don't know how hot their summers were. True, but true. Seems a little. Uh, but I I really love that uh, episode or that segment because it feels so Halloweeny. Mm-hmm. It's so fall and just. Yeah. Witchy. And it's kind of yeah. crucible-y, isn't it? Aren't there like yes. some crucible stuff? Yeah. Yes, yeah, very much so. And it's fun of like, yes, Marge is a witch, and so are her sisters, and they are eating kids. Oh. And it ends with just like, and that's the story of the first caramel cod. I mean <laughs> Halloween. Like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and it also it or it ends with Homer accusing Lisa of being a witch and the whole mob chasing her after her. Um, wasn't I also like I feel what didn't they overhear like Ned Flanders saying he hears the witches eat children and then like Patty and Selma and Marge are like idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, like, and like there's a time where uh, uh, Mayor Quimby is like okay let's open the floor to our wild accusations and like <laughs> Homer immediately is like goody Flanders and everybody's like nah <laughs> <laughs> it's a really I love it so much Yeah, I do it does remind me of the um, I totally forgot to bring this up which is the Soylent Green one which is the Nightmare Cafeteria where they start eating the kids love and I know I said one. that Marge with the donut what's a donut might be a favorite line this is the only other one that probably will top it as far as the Treehouse of Horror quote goes which is uh, you look them straight in the eye and you say don't eat me it's <laughs> like her advice to her own children Marge is so funny uh, <laughs> you're 8 and 10 years old I can't keep fighting your battles anymore and <laughs> they have like a legitimate concern it's so funny to me that like of all the moments for Marge to just be like I'm not de- I'm not dealing with this is the one where the kids are being eaten at school <laughs> there's also Marge's- a very yeah oh, sorry, real quick Marge is I mean so funny all the time, but like, especially in these treehouse of horrors, just yes, anding and immediately being like, well, I don't know why you would think it's about uh, us lighting Willie on fire or whatever. And be like, yeah. what? <laughs> we didn't say it. Like, I love it. She's so wonderful. 
Um, is there a favorite character moment of either Bart or Lisa in any of uh, our top treehouse of horror moments? Because I, I feel like the one where Bart has to deal with the gremlin, again, a Twilight Zone, where it's That's like, instead one. of That's the plane, classic. they're on the school bus. But there's this one moment where uh, Bart, I think is it, he's like, I'm going to sit next to the German kid. And it's like a nice little manic moment of Bart trying to get his bearings. Yeah. Or am I thinking of a different episode? No, no I think it's, that's it's it. That yeah. Is that the first episode with Uter? I don't know if it's the first episode. Because so many like, of those characters, you know, they're just like fully fledged characters now that started as just like a visual joke. And I, I know Uter was one of them, but that might not be where we first the, saw him. The principal yeah. Skinner run of like, I guess you could say there's a little Uter and all of it. Yes. <laughs> and then like continues to go on to be like, you could say that we're all eating Uter right now. <laughs> that was, that is so funny. The toupee one where uh, he gets snake's hair is a fun kind of snake. That's a fun one. It, is that the one with the gas? No. No, no. Uh, but I just love when uh, you're, it's not, but I love, um, they're in Bart's room again. That's why I was thinking that, but um, them shooting the, <laughs> them the toupee. Shooting and it like having little hands. Oh, I love, yeah. And that's, I just recently amazing stories I think that's what it's yes. based off of. I like just, it started streaming somewhere um, within the last year or something. I was like, oh, I want to watch. And the toupee one is like one of the first episodes. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I didn't realize this. Like the hair transfer, like, holy shit. Yeah, it's weird the order that, like, I can never, you could tell me, you could list five segments and i probably wouldn't be able to tell you what order they came in because some of them are just so you know evergreen 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 i'm trying to think like evergreen terrace hey Hey. (laughs) one other one that i feel is not scary and really doesn't have any jokes, but is one of my favorites is The Raven, where it's just mm-hmm. basically The Simpsons does The Raven. I love yeah. it so much. I was going to say, like, which ones for you are legitimately scary? Because I think for me, one of the most legitimately scary moments, I, th- I think it's in um, uh, Terrett, Five and a Half Feet, where, like, Flanders' decapitated head is hanging <laughs> off the back of that bus. Yeah. Like, as a kid and even as an adult, I'm like, oh, that's, yeah. that's terrifying. Um, for you, Steve, is it the Raven or is it just like you like the Raven because I just, it's- I just really like, I, I just, I like that it's, I probably didn't like it as much as a kid, but now looking back, I like that it's different. I like that there was yeah. a choice to just be like, you know what? We're just going to do the Raven. Let's just do the yeah. Raven. Let's give it a little bit of a Simpsons spin, but like, I, uh, yeah. So I didn't really find that one scary. I'd say probably Nightmare Cafeteria. Just because, like you know, yeah, it ends on yeah, it ends on them getting uh, <laughs> ground up. Yeah, that one. Yeah, and that's the one where it's like, is that where it ends with them waking up? Brought wakes up from the dream, and then that's the gas that leads into this weird uh, yeah, chorus so. line inside out skin number. I will say the gas part scared me as a kid. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. then and then I'm seeing like about like um that flesh eating disease that you've read about like that <laughs> freaked me out like that really freaked me out as a kid of like oh my god imagine that happening what do they know that I don't yes what are we gonna do about it and like oh flesh eating viruses really scare me um I'm trying to think what else. If any really got me. I feel like those earlier ones, I feel like as they've gone on, it's not that there aren't uh, creepy crawly moments as much yeah. as it is that like they're, they really leaned into them in the earlier seasons. Cause yeah. they're like, no, no, we want to actually try to scare you. Nightmare right. on Evergreen Terrace was kind of scary too. Just cause like I, I don't think I had seen A Nightmare on Elm Street, but I definitely knew who Freddy Krueger was and had seen, like, scenes from Nightmare on Elm Street that were very scary. So, like, just just know it, like, just just having those those images. I think that one scared me. I love the end of that when Willie's on the bus and gets off 
and he's like, boo, like trying to scare them. And he's like, oh, I left my gun on the bus. And he goes running after the bus and his shoe comes off. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. He's like, just stay here, please. Like, oh, I love it so much. It's so funny. Um, I found this one article. Let me pull it up real quick. Uh, that was like uh, basically saying that a big missed opportunity seems to be trying to put in Treehouse of Horror at Universal Horror Nights. <gasps> mm-hmm. um, and it was like going to happen at some point, but it hasn't happened yet, potentially. Because or- I would go. Yeah, yeah. same. Um, what I, as a insider, um, always heard uh, for Horror Nights is when they made The Simpsons ride, um, the Simps- which, by the way, if you haven't been on The Simpsons ride, it is spectacular unless like you're bad at um you know those types of simulator rides but it is very very funny um lisa comes in you're at like because it's making fun of like theme parks and stuff and then lisa comes in and saves you from the wet and smoky uh gun show uh (laughs) on the back of a whale that just came out of nowhere and she's like onward convenient whale um (laughs) or uh um uh sideshow bob says you've soiled you no. he says you foiled my plans for the last time and bart goes you soiled your pants for the last time (laughs) so it's very funny but when so when that that ride was being created um, Fox, while they were writing and animating and making a Simpsons ride, was like, hey, we would be happy to, like, they pitched to the park, they pitched to Universal the idea of doing a Halloween version of it, too, because the ride, the ride mechanics are exactly the same as it was for the Back, Back to, to the Future the- ride. Oh, great. So when you're in, you used to go inside of a Tyrannosaurus mouth but now you go inside Maggie's mouth. So Fox was like, hey, let's do a Halloween version of this. We'll just, you know, we'll make sure the ride moves the same, but we'll do a Halloween version. And it was the theme park. It was Universal that said, no, too expensive. Uh, ah, yeah. oh, that would have been so, because you could have it running in horror nights. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just that leaving would... money on the table. Come yeah. on. You guys don't like free money? What's it's, wrong with what you? What's wrong with it's you? It's bananas that like, Universal is the theme park known for like their Halloween stuff. Yes. And Simpsons is also known for its Halloween stuff. So it seems like a no brainer, but you know, money talks, you guys. Maybe we money can do talks. a GoFundMe. <laughs> <laughs> I hear theme parks are making a, a great comeback right now. <laughs> now, nah, let me tell you, now's the time now's to the work time. in a theme park. Really? You're going to put in a worthy investment. <laughs> I asked before, like, what, you know, for, like, say, Homer and Marge and stuff, like, our main yes. family favorite moments. What about side characters? Because I'm with Betsy on Principal Skinner's oh. Hooter speech. I also love Flanders as the devil. Flanders yep, that's the a devil great is so one. great. And, and that, him saying, you know, and it was scrumdiddly up, like, his whole take on the devil of just being Flanders as the devil is very it's funny to me. so smart and so good. I love, uh, uh, that's the donut one, right? Where he like yes, he sells his soul for the donut. I love that Lizzie Borden is on trial is, yeah. is part <laughs> of the jury because in that season, I think it's season five, four or five, or maybe six. Like it feels like there are quite a few Lizzie Borden jokes where it's like, oh, this was a fun like, or one of the writers was very much like, let's get Lizzie Borden in here. But I love her like being like, we the we the jury find that Maude Simpson in fact owns home, like giving her like kind of a like New Yorky y yes. acts. Oh, Liz, and like making her sit in one of those weird like um chairs where you put your knees in yeah it's it was lisa's uh lisa has that in her room yeah and i've always been like i don't understand the how that works (laughs) (laughs) yeah in thinking about the other treehouse of horror eps that there are i as we get further and further in because the simpsons have been on forever it's like then we start to get into things like more recently there was a jurassic park one there's a godzilla one there's a the cat in the hat segment. That one was kind of cute. Oh, um, I remember that. 
Oh, there's, there's a Mr. and Mrs. Smith one. Yeah, there's a Jumanji one, a Sweeney Todd, which I'm shocked didn't happen like sooner. Um, we already talked about the Harry Potter one, but like that dolphin one, like th- then there's ones that come from like, oh, this is somebody in the room really liked this movie from the 70s or whatever. Because like yes. the dolphin one is based on um, Day of the Dolphin. And then, uh, you know, you have the Gollum. You have like, some of these are like, okay, that's just a movie, Avatar. Uh, and then right, <laughs> other right. stuff is like dead. Like there's one that's based off uh, that Australian film, Dead Calm. And you're like, <laughs> that's what you pulled? Really? Okay, cool. All like right, that clearly man. had to be somebody pushing for it, being like, no, 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 I want to do a parody of this because this is what would be, movie that What would be a movie? You'd want, or a, 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 an episode or something you'd want to parody, yeah, or Treehouse of Horror. This is, let me think. I think, um, I don't, I, I, I've said this before on this pod. I am not a horror person because I don't like being scared, but I'm coming around to it. I am more and more and more getting into horror as a what's, genre and a lifestyle been one that you're like, oh, this is really good. As far as like a, any horror film goes, yeah, yeah. What's one that has started to like got you change in your mind? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I feel like well, I made like a whole list of uh horror movies to watch for this year, but I feel oh. I think when I I mean I watched The Exorcist a billion years ago, and I remember going like, oh, this is good, despite yeah. you know good how movie. scary it is. Um, I watched The Invisible Man, which wasn't like. Scary, scary, but it is very good. It's and great. I was, it's a th- I've been pitching it more as like a thriller. Yeah. It's like not- a really great, I love it. I love it so much. Yeah. Um, what else is on that list? Baba Duke. Baba Duke, I think, is the one that really got me. I, I would do a Baba Duke. Baba Duke. I Simpsons. love uh, that's one of my horror. favorite horror movies. So Baba Duke is the thing that I think made me go, oh, okay, I can yeah. get behind horror. Obviously, Get Out was great. Yes. Um, yeah. But I wouldn't necessarily want to parody it because I'm like, it's so specific in the story that it's trying to tell. I just don't feel like, you know, yeah. why would we make fun of that versus yeah. making fun of Babadook, which feels like, oh, yeah. Um, like, yeah, who would who would the Babadook be in their world? Like, yeah. It would have to be, is it, uh, yeah, Barney, it would have to be somebody. Barney, Barney Duck. Betsy, <laughs> <laughs> what's the one that you want to see? Like if you're gonna write a segment. Ooh, um, there's this one movie that I've become very into. It is so. It's a '80s. It's called Death Spa. Where have we watched it, Steve? No, but I I was reading about it the other day. Um, it's I want to watch this now. It rules. It's about. It's very complicated, but in the it's about this really high tech health spa in LA in the 80s where like everything's run by a giant computer you slide your card in and machine like the machine knows exactly what weight all this stuff uh but then people like uh uh machines start ripping people apart bolts start falling off of the diving something's afoot I won't do any more of that, but it be, you know, like the the sauna gets a little too hot and stuff (gasps) Uh like that. Oh, I need to watch this immediately. This is right up my alley. Fun. Uh, And I think that could be a really fun thing to parody or or like an 80s. They could go back to Rancho Del, what is it called? Oh, yeah. Rancho Del Relaxo. Yes. Yes. Rancho del Relaxo is uh, something is afoot, to use something your words. Something is afoot. <laughs> um, tying, it, uh, tying it into a past episode, um, actress Karen Parsons made her screen debut in Death Spa, and um, that is what got her an audition to play Hillary on The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Oh, my God, oh, really? Right. She's in that. We just watched it. We're like, whoa, that's Hillary. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, she's great. It's yeah, a really fun. It's a fun, weird movie. It's now that Hillary from Fresh Prince is in it, it's at the top <laughs> of Nadia's list. <laughs> it was already at it. the top. I was just saying I want to watch this thing. Yeah, we get um, it. We get it. A couple years ago, they did Treehouse of Horror, but they also did an episode called Halloween of Horror, which was like yes. famously the first Halloween episode that wasn't Treehouse of Horror, and yeah. that 
is probably one of my favorite like modern Simpsons episodes. I remember I, yeah. Steve, you telling me to watch it, and I was like, "Oh, it's good." Yeah, it's a. I love a Homer Lisa story. Those are yep. always my favorite episodes. Yeah, and uh, and also like the inciting incident, the save the cat moment, oh. if you will. Uh-oh. Um, Uh-oh. They go to uh, horror nights at Krusty Land. Yes, uh, and yeah. Oh no! Wonder. Yeah, my representation it, uh, yeah. matters. Yeah, so so Lisa gets really scared and they have to like, they can't do all the Halloween stuff they normally do. And Homer, you know, Homer sacrifices what he loves for his children. And when that Aww. happens, you know. That's so nice. Yeah. Do you guys want to know what they're doing this year or do you want to be surprised? Ooh, I kind of want to be surprised. Okay. Happy Halloween, Halloween everybody! everybody. Betsy's Romero, thank you so much for coming on. Why do you know that? Thank you for having me. Is yeah. there anything that you'd like to plug at this time? Um, yeah, check out Hubie Halloween on Netflix. And uh, check out my podcast called We Love Trash and A Funny Feeling. Woo! And uh, where can people find you on the internet? Steve's oh, yeah. still singing. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Betsy Sodaro. And that's it. I'm done with Twitter and stuff. Oh, you're smart. You're a more, smart person. More power to you. Handle you know what I, it. I, I, you know what I need to do with Twitter? Just don't look. Just don't look. Very good. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, tell everyone you know every way you know how. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review, and be sure to go back and listen to our older episodes if you missed them. We talked about some weird stuff. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at Why Do You Know That Pod or on Twitter at Why Do You Know Pod. They're different. And if you've got questions, comments, concerns, whatever, be sure to email us at Why Do You Know That Pod at gmail.com. Let's do this again sometime. Uh-huh.